this is a podcast, sucker. Yeah, it is. Sucker. Mm-hmm. Sucker uh, what? You have tattoos. I have three tattoos. Really? I was only thinking of two. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You have... Okay, now, I'm more interested in locations. You have something on your shoulder blade. You have something on your... Clitoris. Let's... <laughs> I was going to say, let's generously call it bicep. Oh. <laughs> and then you have one it's of those. It's not really on my bicep. It's like my shoulder, like okay. above my but bicep. But you have like shoulder blade. Shoulder blade. And then like actual deltoid arm, shoulder, <laughs> if I will. And then is the other one like a like a death eater thing? Yeah. Like in Harry death Potter. Death eater. You know? Don't they have, in Harry Potter, they have the tattoo and that calls Voldemort to them. All right. Well, this Thanks. is how I call my flying V-mates. Let me ask you about this. Call them pansies. Here's who I hate this week. Men with a tattoo on their calf. Mm. I don't get it. And it's not just that I feel like that it's... Of like a daisy? Yeah. It's <laughs> not that I feel it's effeminate. It's just like, I don't get the placement. It just doesn't feel right for a man. Well, then it must be effeminate. Because if it doesn't feel right for well, a man, but it does for a woman, then No, it has... I don't think it feels right for a woman either. Are, do women have calf tattoos? This came do up... Do women even have calves? No, just cankles. Oh, okay. Um, when we played golf the other day, uh-huh. and we let that group go ahead of us... Which one? Uh, yeah. I think the first one... <laughs> different story. I've heard about yeah. that. <laughs> Fucking marshals. Um, I think the first group we let I go... I totally prefer Ross. Where the, the, fir- the first guy hit it in the crap, and the second guy was like just off the green, and the sprinkler right. kind of... And then the first guy didn't even play. Yeah, right. Well, which I appreciate. Though, I guess so. I guess so. But the guy that was playing, um, this young guy, maybe late 30s, early 40s... A uh, big tattoo on the back of his calf of some symbol or whatever. And I just, I don't get it. Especially if that's your only tattoo. Like, if you are, like, have tattoos in several other places and you're just, like, looking for another place on your body to get one. Right. Like, you've already done all the sleeves and you're here's, out of room. Here's maybe my reason why he would do that. It's an odd location, is my point. Um, my guess is he is a pansy, and here's why. He sucked at golf. Oh, um, wait, that makes me a pansy. <laughs> Retract. Guilt by association. Um, the more, from my experience, the closer you are to bone, mm-hmm. the more painful the tattoo. Oh. So if you get it like in the back of your calf, you've got a lot of meat there. That's why there's very few penis tattoos. Well, there's no, there are no bones in your dick. Oh, thank you. Thank you, junior high presentation. That was, uh, our, I think that was our impression of Bill and Ted doing sex ed. I think that's right. what that was. But that was an actual presentation that we had. I don't think so. Yeah. We did that? No, no, no. We didn't perform it. We, like, received it, I thought. No. Yes. No, no. I like, think we just joked around no, it about it. it was, like, it. junior high science class, and some kids from, like, El Camino High School came, and, like, and they had to give us some presentation. And I thought that's really? where they, and I don't think like, so. I thought it was earlier than that. There are bones in your dick or whatever. I don't know. I think we made that up. Or I, I, I feel like Josh Sandberg was involved also. Well, hopefully he still listens to the podcast. Yeah, we need to have him on we'll again. contact us with the, the answer. Um, Anyways. Calf tattoos. Yeah, so I think it has to do with the meat I get part it. of the of the thing. Because my, my first tattoo was by my shoulder blade. Right. And that was more painful than the other locations. So, like, when the second one I got it, like, upper bicep, there's a fair amount of meat there as well as my forearm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why, like, when people get it, like, like on their ankle or, like, on their foot, I have yeah. to imagine that's super painful. Zach Heinrichs has a tattoo on his ankle. Yeah. Is ankle better than calf? 
Well, I feel like I don't it think is. Zach listens, so you can say you, you can. Speak All right, no, it's pretty faggy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I feel like it is um, because it's also small. It like, beats a tramp stamp. Right, his is a little like maple leaf. And it's very small. This guy was some, like, weird symbol or yin-yang thing or something. But it was, like, it was a good, you know, six inches tall. I mean, it was, like, yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, calf. Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. like, a little thing yeah. you're hiding. It's true. It's just it's just very odd. And, I mean, I've seen them other places. When we were in San Diego, the first night, I think, the topic of tattoos came up or something. And I asked Audra, I was like, do you have a tramp stamp? I don't remember what really made me say that. She was wearing a dress at the time. And, and she pulled it up and showed you. Totally. Um, <laughs> and she admitted that she did. I feel like I feel like our age group, the girls were right in that wheelhouse of when girls got tramp stamps. Yeah. But they, I all, feel like, they all got the butterfly to be individual? I feel, I feel like a large percentage of our friends, female friends, have tramp stamps. Yeah. Or a tramp stamp. I would agree. Will. I would agree. I think that's kind of interesting. And I hope that when we have uh, Nini on the podcast, we ask her about it. Uh, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure she's got a couple. I hope she doesn't. Really? Are there multiple trampy locations in the <laughs> lower back? Or she just has like several tattoos stacked on yeah. her lower back. Yeah. Okay. Technically Amanda got two there because she got a dove and then she got a sun like interacting with the dove. Like the dove was flying over the sun. She got the sun later. Mm-hmm. That's uh, stupid. Doves can't fly over suns. <laughs> it, it was an Icarus dove. Maybe you're looking at it upside down. Usually. <laughs> I was yeah, I was going for All some right. sort of intercourseal math. <laughs> it's uh, advanced calculus. Anyways, don't get a tattoo in the back of your calf cuz I can't hang with you. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I would. Like, I've thought about getting another one, but I think it would be like a corresponding part on the other side of my body. So like my Dodgers tattoo is on my left arm. So now you'd think about like a swastika on your forehead. So I get like a Liverpool one on my right arm maybe is what I'm thinking. Okay. And that's one I've really thought about no getting. No Lakers tattoo? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I also feel like I should get one that represents Amanda somehow. But I just haven't thought of anything good that would represent her. I like got a she, picture of her. Yeah. No, I, I do not want to do that. <laughs> Your whole but, back. Like, she has the two stars on her left arm that represent us, and then the uh-huh. flowers around to represent our anniversary, like she got them on our sixth anniversary or whatever. Are there six flowers? Yeah. Um, anyway. Did uh, I tell you about my tattoo? What? No, this is a true story. <laughs> so I got it on my butt cheeks. My right cheek, podcast. Left cheek, that's a... <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bite my tongue there. It's sexy. Yeah. Um, we should probably be getting a lot more male listeners then, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I met some fine fellows in prison, and they all admired it. Um... Yeah, so so I don't know what to get. Maybe that's something we can discuss at some point. Is is some kind of design that I can get that would that would fill that that you could tell Amanda is representative of you yeah. and her, but really is representative of you and me. <laughs> exactly. Nice. <laughs> How about Two like stick figures holding hands? <laughs> I was gonna say like a, a Garfield drinking a caffeine free diet coke. Mm. Yeah. Except it would be a Dr Pepper, not a caffeine free diet coke. No, because it's representing second grade and, oh. and where we met. Okay. Yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> asshole. I have an asshole. All right. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. We got a... Brax tax. Yes. Brax tax, maybe. That was poor. 
Um, Brax the Candies? <laughs> Brack from uh, Space Ghost. <laughs> oh, Space Ghost Brack. Yeah. Um, so, in a previous podcast, we did a like March Madness bracket where we did uh, debate the funniest movie of all time. Yes, with Alexander Hall, I believe. Indeed. Yeah. And we were hoping to get Phil Kosterwicki on the podcast tonight, but he's a douchebag and yes. canceled on us. So, we're going to have to somehow break ties between the two <laughs> He canceled on the planes we never actually really made. We sort of made them. Yeah, well, we mentioned it. He'll be here. He'll be here eventually. Yeah, eventually. So, you've been warned. Pants listener. on and all. Mm, I give it a 50-50 chance. Let's hope. So, before we did the best comedy... Yeah. I'm sticking in the category of film. Best chick flick? This actually came from a conversation I had a couple weeks ago. I met Sarah. Amanda and I went to One Speed and met Sarah Mm. there with a couple of her co I met her in high school. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, Alexis and her husband and their child came. Son? Son, yes. Um, And their son and their moon. Dove son? Yes. Um, and it was actually a conversation I was having with her husband okay. about this. That's kind of what came up, but I was like, oh, this is a great podcast topic. Here's our bracket for today. Okay. Best film villain. Hmm. And I assume you have like 16 picked I out. I actually okay. have more than 16. We're not just going to off the top of our heads name no. some. Uh, I have more than 16. There's actually a couple play-in games. Where two, like, there's a sl- one slot on here, uh-huh. and we have to have decide which of the two is going to fill that slot. And why, it'll make why sense. Why would you call it play in, not play off? Because that's how it's used in March Madness, like, when oh, there's okay. the two teams and there's only one, like, there's, you know, the field of 64 it's teams. It's the same concept, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like, because you have to play like, your way into the tournament. It's like how You're West not Coast in people, the tournament yet. You West have to play Coast people into say it. you wait in line, and East Coast people say you wait online. Just, Do they really? Yeah. Even with, like, the internet being online now? Exactly, but yeah, no. What idiots. Yeah. No wonder we beat them in a war. I waited online at Foot Locker to get the new Air Jordans. See, that makes me feel like I was at FootLocker.com. No. Yeah. That's so stupid. Why would you be at FootLocker.com? Because I'm online. You'd be at LadyFootLocker.com. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, film villains. Film well, villains. obviously Meryl Streep no. and Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we have to discuss... I fathered a child, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to put that out with the super gay reference. Um... Well, maybe not yet. Um, so anyway, uh, we have to discuss what best villain means. It doesn't okay. mean most evil. Okay. Like the most sadistic. Most compelling or something? Or? Maybe. And we'll talk about that okay. as we go through it, like what makes this person compelling or not compelling, so on and so forth. Right. Okay. Um, I think, I don't know if last time we went through all of them, I think we'll just start by going through the brackets. Yeah. We don't need to like list all 20 and right. then, no, yeah, let's just, okay. let's just get into the battles. So, here we have... Um, uh, region A. Okay. There's two regions, A and B. Oh, clever. Thank you. Yeah. Region A, the one seed, Darth Vader. Okay. Pretty evil. And villainous. And uh, the eight seed, Lex Luthor. Mm. As portrayed by Gene Hackman, more so than the Kevin Spacey one. Right, right, right. Well, man, here's the thing. Pure evil, then obviously Darth Vader. Although, I say it's a lot different if you look at just the original Star Wars Darth Vader mm-hmm. versus tacking on the new Star Wars, you know, but the truth kid is, who whines all the, the time. But the truth is, in the new ones, he's not the villain. Not well, until the yeah, end. That's true. Until he becomes Darth Vader. Yeah. 
Because he's uh, not Darth Vader. He's just Anakin Skywalker. Nerd, 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 nerd. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Luthor is... It's too comical. Well, we'll have some that are like that. Right. Um, and... Here's here's what I feel about Darth Vader, especially if you just look at... I mean, I guess if you look at the whole thing, but especially the the original trilogy. I think one of the things that makes him a better villain is kind of his redemption in the end. Because he does redeem himself. Mm-hmm. You know, in order to be the best villain, it doesn't mean you have to be evil all the way. I mean, right. it's it not like where all of a sudden you're this great guy and whatever. Right. But, like... You're a villain, and, and I think I think it's better for the story that he does that in in Return of the Jedi, right. where he you know redeems himself to his son and so on and so forth. I, but he is so evil. Like the yeah. first time you see him, he's like choking the guy out right. using the Force and all. He stuff. blew up it's a like, whole planet. Yeah, Lex Luthor wanted to blow up San Andreas Fault, right? And uh, you know, he's a good villain. He's you know got yeah. some. I don't I don't think he's a worthy villain for Superman. Okay. I mean, when you think of, like, the Joker and things, like, they're, like, worthy villains of Batman. And I feel like he's, he's smart enough more... to figure out the uh, kryptonite. Yeah, but I feel like he's more, like, bumbling and, and just delusions of grandeur, and okay. it's not too tough for Superman. Okay. Yeah. I gotta go with Darth Vader in this one. Uh, I definitely agree. Yeah. I mean, I mean no... he's the one seed. Like, right. if he's not in the Final Four, it's gonna be pretty surprising. Right. All right, next. I used to have nightmares about Lex Luthor when I was a kid. Yeah. Let me just put it that way. Uh, you had nightmares about Lois Lane, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the Four Seed, the Wicked Witch of the West. Okay. Our lone female uh, contestant. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's quite gay of you to bring up Wizard of Oz references. Well, okay. I-, I talked to a man about this, and she was like, we talked about like cartoon ones like... Uh, Cruella DeVille and stuff like that. But, uh, Ursula? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I feel like there was another one, too. Oh, uh, in Snow White, the witch. Mm-hmm. In Snow White. But Wicked Witch of the West. Great okay. villain. Okay. Um, against Alonzo Harris, who was Denzel Washington in Training Day. Mm-hmm. Did you see that movie? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where he kind of becomes more and more the villain as right. the film goes along. I think he was, if not Oscar winning, at least Oscar nominated. Right. So Wicked Witch of the West, more classic, very yeah. like archetypal. Alonzo Harris, much more complex. But like, there are some scenes in that film that are very uncomfortable. Right. Like when he leaves him in that in the house with the, the Mexican dudes or whatever. Yeah. You're you're yeah. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, and again, the, my same criticism of Luthor. I feel like Wicked Witch is more. Is which is the Wicked Witch of the West the one that she lands on in the house? No, that's oh, the okay. East. Wicked Witch of the West is the one with the flying monkeys. Right. I'll get you my pretty. And what is her too. whole thing? She's just trying to prevent Dorothy from getting to us. She wants. Or? I think she wants to kill Dorothy, doesn't she? Okay. She's pissed. I mean, she killed her sister. Okay. Is that it? Yeah. I'm not as familiar as you are. I think so. I, well, <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in 15 years, probably. More like minutes. <laughs> yeah. When we were downstairs, big homo. <laughs> Is Yentl going to be one of these villains or something? Um, Is Yentl a person? Is it a character? I don't know. Shit. <laughs> um, I, I would go, I guess, with uh, Alonzo in this one. Okay. I think what, what do you think? I, I, could, I could go with I mean, way. Wicked Witch of the West, I think, is one of those, like, classic villains. But I like the complexity of Alonzo Harris, I think. Right. There's I mean, more of a memorable. character, right? Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Okay. 
I mean, Darth Vader's going to kick his ass, obviously. But. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it doesn't I mean, yeah, it doesn't really matter because yeah. whoever's going to lose to Darth Vader. Um, all right, next. This is our first play-in matchup. Okay. So this is to decide who then... Who goes in to face the other Okay, one. got it. <sighs> the Terminator mm-hmm. versus the T-1000. I was just going to say that. Well... So hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger... Terminator. Robert Patrick. Uh, now, in that one, I'm just kind of picking him from the first movie. Because in the second, in Terminator 2, he's, he's the good guy. Right. So, original Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger, right. versus Robert Patrick in T2. Well, see, this is tough because I keep just going to who was more evil or, you know, who was meaner or whatever. I mean, just on that, it's definitely Robert Patrick, right? Well, I mean, I mean, our source we, Terminator we didn't, had his we didn't see Terminator until we were a little bit older. Right. right? We didn't see it when it originally came out. Right. But like, the, and I, I feel like I didn't necessarily even see Terminator until I saw Terminator Two. Yeah, probably. So we're a little bit, you know, biased that way, I guess. But I feel like the the cool thing and the and the villainous, you know, uh, aspects of the Terminator was he didn't say anything. Like he had right. one line in the entire film, or right. two lines maybe. Right. He was very like, you know. He was scared. Blinders onto his mission, yeah. whatever. And it was like terrifying. But he just, he just, he, how did he kill? He just shot people, right? He I certainly robot, didn't like, morph his hand into I, a knife and go through someone's eyeball right, in their kitchen. Right. You know? So obviously T1000 was more advanced, right. had cooler special effects, talked, and so was intimidating in that way. Right. And could do voices and things. Right. And yeah. could imitate, yeah. So he was definitely more did capable. Did he stab the guy through the milk carton into his yeah, eye? Yeah. Like he was on the phone or something? Yeah. yeah. He was pretty bad. He was, yeah, definitely. Um, he really had a crush on Eddie Furlong. <laughs> Huge crush. He wanted to know if you've he, seen that boy. He wanted he wanted to get that technology where you could plug into the ATM machine and just take mm-hmm. all the money you wanted. Yeah. Have you seen this boy? He's beautiful. <laughs> this floppy hair, this this pubescent voice. He should be in a meatloaf video. Yeah. He should be. Do you know what I'm referring to? He was in one of them. Objects in the rearview mirror may appear closer than the other. Well, that's true. But which meatloaf video? <laughs> um... So yeah, T- Terminator T one thousand. It sounds like we're leaning towards T one thousand. I kind of am. I think we're biased, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, like. I I think T one thousand is is more of a villain. Okay. I mean, the Terminator Schwarzenegger Terminator was just carrying out his mission. He wasn't necessarily like villainous. He was just carrying out a mission which happened to be to kill John Connor. And I feel like he wasn't nearly as resourceful as T one thousand. Right. Like he didn't have clever. Kind of ways of. Going it's, are you saying it's not clever to go into a biker bar and demand someone's clothes? It's pretty clever. He was. He, that was in the second one, though. No, that was the first one. Was it? Your yeah, clothes. Yeah. Give them to me. Okay. Sure. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. And then we'll talk about Terminator. <laughs> all right. Uh, it may all appear. It may all be moot if he doesn't defeat his opponent. Right. T one thousand versus Pennywise. Oh. Do you know what that they is? They all float down there. Yeah. yeah, the clown from It, played yeah. by Tim Curry, a surprising villain. Tim Curry. Well, he was but also a very the villain in uh, Clue, Loaded Weapon One. Yeah, and Clue too. Technically, <laughs> I just like bringing Loaded Weapon One, like like people other than you, me, and Phil have seen it. <laughs> what with uh, General Mortars? Yeah. Or General Motors? Was it General Mortars or Mortars? It was General Mortars. Yeah, yeah. and that was the Shatner? best. Yeah, the best was Tim Curry in the. Uh, Wilderness girls uniform, <laughs> selling <laughs> selling cookies. Who was the was the girl in that Kathy Ireland? Mm-hmm. 
Of course, it was 1992, wasn't it? Of course it was. <laughs> <Daddy Ireland. laughs> and Emilio Estevez? Yeah. I have a kid named Emilio in my class. Really going to shout, Emilio! It's going to be great. Uh, so. Especially for him. <laughs> T-1000, T-1000 versus Pennywise. Versus Pennywise. Pennywise is scary as hell. Yeah. Because he lives in the sewers and kills children. And is dressed like a clown? Yeah. Clowns are fucked up. Um, I don't know how complex he is. I think he loses points because at the end he's a spider. Spoiler alert. Really? I don't remember the end. When they go down in the sewer, it turns out he's actually like the spider. Oh. Which is kind then, of like, Yeah, that definitely loses points. Um, very similar to that spider scene in Lord of the Rings and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Harry Potter, too. I feel like every fantasy movie of the last ten years has had a giant spider part. Yeah. When, when I saw Super 8, I felt like some of that was a little ripped off from it. Like these kids really? going down into this underground cave kind of thing and going I after some I haven't seen creature. it. Uh, that's also how Goonies started. Yeah. Looking for One-Eyed Willie with yeah. the Fratellis chasing them. And what was the name of the guy who had uh, created the map and had... Chester Copperpot? There you go. <laughs> I've been thinking about having that be a trivia question. <laughs> that's awesome. Please, so Please do. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, like it's such a minor, minor, minor detail of that film. Right. And yet people remember it. Yeah. Well, you and I remember it, and Zach remembers it. Chester Copperbot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so T-1000... I feel like I should be like taking a drag on my inhaler when I find <laughs> uh, By inhaler, I mean beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's a good T- one. The Fratellis? Yeah. T-1000 or Pennywise? Well... I could really go either way. The same reason I voted off uh, Schwarzenegger Terminator was he was just following his programming is the same thing about... T-1000, he was more maybe graphic about going about it, but really he was just following an, an order okay. versus versus Pennywise, who is just a fucked up, well, person until he becomes a spider, which I don't remember. Well, I think he's a spider the whole time, but he can take alternate right. forms. And, like, he, he appeared every, like, 40 years or something. But no one's, like, ordering So, like, there's the kill. history of it? No, right. no, no. Yeah, I might go with Pennywise. Okay. But I'm not feeling strong about it. Like, I think that's a major upset, but, I, but I'm okay with it. I, I'm gonna. I, I'm okay. Gonna go I like it. I feel like there's not too many people who have even watched that. But don't you want your balloon, Miss Denbro? Don't you want it? You know what's great about that? The girl in that, the woman who he's talking to there, Olivia Hussey. Oh, from Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. Juliet. Yeah. I've seen her breasts. I have too. In class. Mm, not too shabby. Yeah. All right. Um, this one, I guess, is also technically a play-in, and it, it was going to be better with Phil here, but Phil screws everything up, so. Um, Is there Polak jokes involved? Hannibal Lecter, mm-hmm. oh, who's no. going to be tough to beat. Or Buffalo Bill? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm looking for the Phil connection. I don't get it. Or, this is the play in here. Uh, the, I'm sorry. Hannibal Lecter is in. Like, oh, he's okay. not fighting against anybody. Okay. Here's the play in who's playing against Hannibal Lecter. The best Bond villain. Oh. So in all the Bond movies, of which you and Phil right, are well-versed, right, 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 who right. do you think... Like, I tried to find different ones, and mm-hmm. but I, I wanted you to have the say as to who you think the best Bond villain is. Yikes. And then from that point, we can go and figure out if that one is better than Hannibal Lecter. Well, you know, I, I feel like maybe it's the obvious answer, but I feel like you have to say Blofeld. Yeah, because that's, he's that's, in that's, three movies, mm. and he killed Bond's wife. And who was he, Bond's wife? It was just some lady he married in one of the movies that you knew by the end credits would be dead. Okay, because <laughs> wait, there Bond. were there were Bond movies where uh, the love interest was killed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, 
But I'm trying to think if there's someone like more evil. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be right. The most right, evil. I know. Is he the one who's like got the scar and the cat? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And he, he's the, the specter, right? Okay. Yeah. What's the um, What's the movie? It was the It was the remake. Thunderball is that one of them? Yeah. Is that the one where they're playing the video game? That yeah, the bad eighties remake. Yeah. yeah. Who's the bad guy in that? Uh, Largo. And who plays that guy? It's not a big famous person. I thought there was a big famous person. Well, in the '60s one, it was just some old guy that had an eye patch, and in the '80s one, I it's think... not someone famous. Is that the uh, one? That... Who's the girl in that? Kim Basinger. That's what I thought. Okay. New... Yeah. Okay. Um, but see, like the, the problem with Bond villains is it's all just megalomania and like right. they take over the world, and they're not necessarily like evil complex. or that complex or, or have any kind of and... character development. Right. Right. Well, I don't think anybody you pick is going to be Lecter, because Le- Hannibal Lecter, right. I mean, he won a freaking Oscar, there's and he no was that, in the movie for, like, less than 20 minutes. There's no one that bit people's ears off yeah. and wore their faces as suits right. or whatever, yeah. Bond villains are villainous in that they threaten the entire world with their easy-to-obtain nuclear devices, <laughs> but, yeah, Hannibal Lecter is, is a better okay. villain. So we're going to say Blofeld. Yeah. But Blofeld loses to Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Definitely. The Gentleman Killer. Indeed. All right, we're on to the next bracket. Okay. The B bracket, if you will. Mm Mm-hmm. And our last play-in matchup. Okay. The one I'm most excited about, I think. Mm Mm-mm. The Joker, as played by Jack Nicholson, versus the Joker, as played by Heath Ledger. An obvious... I was hoping a Cesar Romero reference. (laughs) He was never in a film, was he? Mm, Was he just on TV? Yeah. Um... I loved both of these performances, but right. I loved them for very different reasons. Right. So the question is, which is a better villain? I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but I am leaning towards the Heath Ledger Joker. Okay, why? I just feel like it was more villainous, and Jack Nicholson, I feel like was a little too... When compared... Okay, not, not on his own, but when compared to the Heath Ledger Joker, I feel like Jack Nicholson was a little more comic booky. You know, okay. and but Batman is a comic book, right? I know, but I mean, and he is the Joker. He's not the super serious killer, of people. right? He's not the stoic. Yeah. I get it, but I'm just saying. Um, I mean, I love both performances. Comparatively, I feel like Heath Ledger Joker comes off more villainous. Okay, with the, with now, the stabbing now. the pencil in the temple and things right. versus the the flower that shoots acid or whatever. Now, let me remind you, it is not most villainous, right? It is best villain, right? Okay, right. It's gonna be hard to pre- it's gonna be hard to convince me out of the Jack Joker just because I thought he was flawless. Like he's evil. He does right. evil things. He burns the girl's face. Right. He shoots but, his own guy. Right. He, you know he Bob. kills all those. Yeah. He kills all those people in the fake Guggenheim Museum or whatever. Right. Um, I wasn't you know. I wasn't scared of him. Really? He was the villain, but I wasn't scared of him. The it's the same reason I'm, I'm scared of snakes. They're unpredictable. You don't know where they're going when they move. The Jack Nicholson Joker, okay. I wasn't scared of. The Heath Ledger Joker, I'm scared of. Okay. More Especially terrifying. in that drag nurse's uniform. Yeah. Well, I feel like both of them were similar in that neither of them were... I mean, they both portrayed the Joker, I think, correctly. And that when Batman came face-to-face with them in terms of, like, physical combat, Batman obviously had a huge upper hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just think, like... Just every line 
that Jack said was gold. Like, he, they, I mean, he's much more quotable. Yeah. In terms of all he's this stuff. He's much cooler. Yeah. But does that make a good and, villain? And at the same time, Heath Ledger is more dark. Right. And I guess it just comes to... Is, is, shouldn't the villain be someone you don't think is cool or you don't... I don't think so. You don't want don't you to think, be... Do you think Darth... Something? Well, it's not that you want to be them, but you think right. they're cool. Like, Darth Vader is cool. No, Darth Vader is scary. Hannibal Lecter is cool. You didn't hate Hannibal Lecter. No. Right? You can't hate anyone with that, that British, you know, yeah. accent. Um, if, if Kelsey Grammer was a criminal, I'd let is. him do it. In The Simpsons, he was side Joe Bob. Right, exactly. And he was cool. The Bart, the. Exactly. And he makes it work. <laughs> Uh, it's, damn, it's too bad we don't have a third person to break this tie. I know. Um, well, let's just say, let's do this. Let's, let's cheat. And just say Joker. Let's just say Joker for now. <laughs> and then we'll, if it gets to the end, we'll, we'll pick one at that point. Okay. Okay. Joker. Because, oh, wait, we haven't even picked the, no. who they're fighting? Joker against Dark Helmet. Oh. <laughs> well. I wanted this one to have some comedic elements apparently to it. the b squad yeah yeah well what did dark helmet do that was villainous well here's what made me think of it try and steal it was, air it was <laughs> yeah when uh when phil the other day said keep firing assholes right that's what made me think oh dark helmet <laughs> right um he's not very villainous he's not he's not very evil no but he's also not very villainous but he is the villain and he's funny and you like him as the villain yeah. That's that's the idea. I have that... a hard time saying I ever like Rick Moranis. <laughs> he was great in uh, Little Shop of Horrors. What about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Mm, what about it? All right. I mean, obviously Joker's going to yeah, be Joker's Dark be Helmet. Okay, next. Moranis. Um, Agent Smith from the Matrix, Matrix films. Okay. That's played by Hugo Weaving. Okay. The guy who was Elrond in Lord of the Rings. He wore the sunglasses okay. and the suit in Lord of the Rings. Or in, uh, <laughs> in Matrix. That would have stood out. <laughs> Against Biff Tannen. Oh, Biff Tannen. <laughs> without a doubt. Okay, Biff Tannen is not someone you're afraid of. No. But he's a great villain. He's a great villain. And that's my point. Is Wait, that the villain I, doesn't have to be someone you're terrified I of. I hope you mean the entire Tannen plan. Like including, including Buford? Buford Mad Dog Tannen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I uh, guess that, there was only the two, right? Because all the other things were Biff, young Biff, and old young, Biff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, definitely Biff. I Who, love who's that. he even up against? Agent Smith. Yeah, well, Agent I see, Smith is a good villain. I never, like, I've not seen. The, I know. I knew you were. Yeah. Okay, here's the other one. I was talking to Zach about it. Did you ever see No Country for Old Men? Nope. I didn't either. Apparently, the guy in that was like an Oscar winner, super scary villain. But I haven't seen it, and I didn't you think mean it Javier Bardem. Yeah, and Anton Chigurh or something like that is his character's name. All right, please don't use racial epithets. <laughs> please don't. Please don't not use racial okay. epithets. <laughs> but I didn't want to yeah. put someone that neither of us had seen. You know? Right. So Biff no. Tannen, oh, I'm yeah. totally, I'm totally pro Biff, Biff Tannen. Tannen. He's great. He is a great person to hate. He sleeps with the guy's mom, and yeah, gets a face full of manure totally several times over. All right. Next matchup, mm-hmm. Doctor Evil. <laughs> okay, good villain. Yeah, Ivan Drago from Rocky Four. From Rocky Four. Okay, um, kills Apollo Creed. Right. You know, he must break you. He must break me. Um, <laughs> yikes! I mean, he is evil. 
Because he is Russian. <laughs> See, that's the thing. And is I grew so, up in the 1980s. <laughs> so much of that, that like stereotype imbued in there. Here's why I think Ivan Drago ultimately cannot win. The end of that movie mm-hmm. is one of my favorite endings to any movie ever. Mm-hmm. The if we can change, if I can change, oh, right. and you can change, everybody can change. You know. You mean if I can change? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anywhere um, he calls his kid kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Drago totally becomes like sympathetic at the end. Right. Like the crowd. Okay, he's in Russia, in the heart of Russia, and somehow the crowd all starts rooting for the American guy instead of the Russian. Of course. There's no way that would ever happen. Okay. Uh, it was 1985. Oh, right. Wait. <laughs> Wait, you're right. <laughs> and and Meanwhile, yet, we're hiding under our desks in a exactly. drill in there. Yeah, and, yeah. and Drago turns on his own people and he goes, I fight for me. For You know, like, I'm not fighting for the Russian people. I feel or like... Terminator and like whoever else we talked about, I feel like he was just sort of programmed by the yeah. state, yeah. you know, to be taking the steroids, yeah, and stuff. to be this this machine to go win glory for Mother Russia. Whereas Doctor Evil, he's evil by choice, yeah, and and has, damn good at it, has some panache, yeah, <laughs> definite panache. Okay, I I like Doctor Evil as the winner there for sure. Yeah. All right, final matchup. Uh huh. Also to. While one of these films I don't think is technically a comedy, mm-hmm. there's definitely some comedic elements to this one. Okay. Okay. Hans Gruber. Yeah. Great villain. Yeah. I, die Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Like, there's uh, not too many people who play a better villain than Alan Rickman. I love Alan Rickman. Sheriff of Nottingham. Also great villain. Yeah. And Snape. Snape. Yeah. But just his whole, like, persona cracks me up. I don't know. In, I don't know. Like so, in general, or vo- yeah, in general. Uh, Galaxy Quest. He wasn't a villain, but he was great. He always sounds a little constipated in yeah. his talking I because think. he talks very slowly. Yeah, he's he's sort of like a Shakespearean Shatner thing, <laughs> you know? Right. But he has an accent, so he can get away with it better than exactly. You know. Okay, Hans Gruber, Shooter McGavin, <laughs> Shooter McGavin. <laughs> I, he's villainous. He sends, he sends that guy out. He sends that other guy to like disrupt him and hit him with his car. Right, right. He uh, in 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 his happy place. He makes out with the the girl and yeah. like fondling the grandma, kind yeah, right, of. Right, 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 right. Pretty villainous. Right, right. Yeah, but can anyone that, that does the uh, finger gun <laughs> thing be villain? Is Grant Napier villainous? In any Super story? villainous. <laughs> I've been talking with Zach about this the other day. Uh, 1140 is going way downhill. Mm-hmm. And part of it is because Don Geronimo has, like, taken over the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And Grant Napier is now by himself. I was texting the other day. I was like, today I played a game called How Long Can I Listen to Grant Napier on the Radio Before Audibly Saying You're an Idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was 40 seconds. <laughs> nice. So today I was like, today was 15 seconds. <laughs> nice. He's just, God, he's such an idiot. Phil says he thinks Don, uh, Don Draper. What were we saying? Grant Napier. Phil says he thinks Grant Napier lives on his street. Okay. He should, I, he should firebomb him. Well, notwithstanding. <laughs> I said, really? Can yeah, I can see that. Grant Napier has country club money? Oh, yeah. Place? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I but mean, I don't know. He, he, does, so he, does, he does radio and television. But I mean, he's... Local. I mean, he's not Tom Brokaw. No, but he's done, like, Ra- Raiders games and stuff, too, oh, I think. like Poorly. Well. No doubt. Anyways. I think he Is has, Grant Napier one of our villains? villains? <laughs> yeah, he should be. <laughs> 
If I was playing categories and one of the categories is villains, I could I would put Grant Napier. <laughs> I give points for Grant Napier. So Hans Gruber, it's got to be Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber is awesome. Yeah, like I think when I was talking to Alexis' husband, he was citing Hans Gruber as his choice for best villain ever. Really? Why? I mean, I've seen the Die charisma, Hard, obviously, but but. Lately, you know, you catch bits and pieces when it's on TV, and right. you remember the crawling over the glass and right. the, the air ducts and I things. I think, but... ultimately, the downfall of Hans Gruber is that he was really just in it for money. Yeah. Like, he didn't have any... Agenda or anything. Yeah. You know what's good, though, is where he's pretending to be, like, the Texan or whatever? Yeah. 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 That, that's pretty evil. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I need to see that movie again, but yeah. yeah Hans, Gruber. Hans Gruber, definitely. All right. We're through our first round. And then we his have... brother... Uh, in right. Die Hard 3. Right. Who was also just in it for money, wasn't he? Of course. Yeah. Darth Vader, Alonzo Harris, Pennywise, Hannibal Lecter, Joker, Biff Tannen, Dr. Evil, Hans Gruber. Yeah. All right. Next round. Those are some villains. Darth Vader, Alonzo Harris. Well, it's... It's going to be hard to beat Darth Vader. Right. He's... I it's, mean... It's Darth All Vader. in black, super powerful, destroys a planet, voiced by James Earl Jones. Right. He's more machine than man. Yeah. Um, until you take off his and yet, helmet, and then he's some. There's old good inside white of him. There is. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Alonzo Harris. You can take your. Uh, you can take your. Uh, King Oscar. Kong may not have anything on him, but Darth Vader certainly does. Okay. Um, is that a line from the movie? Yeah. Okay. Isn't it King Kong? Ain't got nothing on me. Is that like towards the end when that's my Denzel to... impression. That's really really striking. That's pretty good, huh? All right. Next up, I was in the preacher's wife. Awesome. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Okay. I was in the preacher's life. <laughs> I would when he isn't. Totally. Back then? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, now? I don't want to get cracked. Kiss my ass! Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get crack? Is mm-hmm. that what you said? Crack's contagious. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, Pennywise versus Hannibal Lecter. Well, here's the thing. I'd like to know what the thing is. Pennywise, I feel, is just villainy like whereas I feel Hannibal Lecter at least pre you know mask and chains is you know oh please come in and you're like oh hello you're a psychologist I trust you and then you turn on me whereas you see a clown in a sewer you're like well I'm about to be raped and killed (laughs) hopefully in that order so I think Hannibal Lecter is more of the villain because of like the false sense of security or the or the the uh the false legitimacy yeah, of but, him. But if we saw a clown in a sewer, we would think we're going to get raped and killed. A kid sees a clown with a balloon. They think, oh, I love clowns. I want the balloon. No. So as someone that, who's about to be a parent, no kid should love clowns. Well, I mean, maybe not, but they do. And that's clowns. the idea. Is he's trying to... He's, he's just after kids. Right. Hannibal Lecter is not targeting children. I would think that Hannibal Lecter would have a code right. in which he wouldn't go after children. True. So Pennywise, as this creature that just targets kids, I think might be considered more evil. He also, like... But we're not ranking more evil. We're ranking... You're right. You're right. But it's always something you bring up. Right. And he has a way of, like, uh, connecting to your memories and can, like, make you visualize these things that aren't really there that are, like, things from a long time ago and things like that. Like, right. The more I'm talking about Pennywise, the more I'm remembering, like... But he turns out to be a spider. That's true. That's true. But Hannibal Lecter turns out to be a frog. What? I'm just kidding. Did you see that last one? Red Dragon? No, I didn't uh... see it. Oh, the one where he turns into a frog? Yeah. Oh. It was called Hannibal Lecter the Frog. 
Oh, well, that's stupid. Yeah. Either one I could crush with my shoe. That's true. Yeah. Not a huge spider, though. A frog's going to be bigger than a spider any day of the week. All right. Maybe, you not, don't maybe know, not Wednesdays. You don't know frogs like I know. Okay. <laughs> you lived in France. I, I lived in France. Yeah, exactly. Um, They're rude sons of bitches. So you think Hannibal Lecter? That would be my vote, but you're making compelling Pennywise arguments. I mean, Hannibal Lecter's great. I think the problem with Hannibal Lecter is there's a lot of backstory that is kind of um, maybe implied, but not really seen. Right. He's always like the uh, serial killer emeritus. That, yeah, he, yeah. He, he really packs a punch in the time that he's there. He's like Sandy Koufax. Okay? Mm. For the short time that Sandy Koufax Jewish. was around, dominating. Oh. But is his career better than, say, you know... Brian Wilson? Brian <laughs> <laughs> you said it um, better than you know Nolan Ryan, a pitcher right. that did it for a really long time and was dominating, and you know right. things like that. Right. I I I would agree with Pennywise if you were. I mean, who did Pennywise beat in the first round? Uh, uh, Terminator. Like, oh, that's really? pretty good. Pennywise beat Terminator. Yeah, that's true. Pennywise is the dark horse. I'm putting Pennywise going forward. Okay. Pennywise is not going to be Darth Vader. Well, all right. Uh, next, Joker versus Biff Tannen. Well, I... Do you know, remember who played uh, Biff Tannen? Do you remember the actor's name? Biff Tannen? I think it was... It's think, something like C. Thomas Howell. I, think I know it's, it's not and, really C. Thomas Howell. Biff Tannen as himself. I know it's not C. Thomas Howell. Has the guy Howell. done anything else? Uh, I think I've never seen it. He probably somewhere. popped up on an NCIS episode yeah, or something. Exactly. But... Biff Tannen, I'm looking at that. I would have... It would be very shocking to me if someone who Thomas was, F. Wilson. See, there you go. There's F in there. Somewhere. If someone who was from a more comedic villain uh, advanced. Oh man, look at those pictures. You say that again. I, I would be surprised if someone who was a more comedic villain advanced past this first round. Like I don't, I don't. Oh, he was on Freaks and Geeks. Oh well, there you go. Did you ever watch that? No, he was the PE coach. I don't see how Biff Tannen could beat the Joker, whether it's Nicholson or yeah, you're Ledger. right. You're right. Um, can I show you this picture of Biff Tannen? And maybe that will help change your mind. He also played his grandson, Griff Tannen. Show me, oh, that's right. Showing me a picture would be great podcasting. <laughs> the real biography of Biff Tannen. What? Look at that. That's great. Oh, yeah. Love Biff. He's, All right. Uh, it's got to be Joker. You're right. Yeah. It's got to be Joker. But he's doing that, um, you know. Hey, butthead. Up yours, McFly. Yeah, yeah whatever. What's a very villainous? Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Like a screen door in a submarine. Exactly. <laughs> Which I still sometimes say. No, he said screen on a battleship. It's, it's supposed to be screen on a submarine. Oh, whatever. All right. I can't dumb myself to Biff's level. <laughs> Last matchup of the Elite Eight, Dr. Evil, Hans Gruber. <sighs> well, again, I just said I would be surprised if a more comedic villain advanced. Both of them have some element of comedy to them. Right. Mm. Here's why I can't put Dr. Evil through. Because of the uh, hard knock life? <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Gravy again. I yeah, know. It was awful. Yeah. That was just so stupid. Yeah. Um, as stupid as he is sometimes in the way that he overuses the same accents and characters over and over again, mm-hmm. that was really dumb. Right. I agree. So, I'm sorry. Hans Gruber would never Well, do and Dr. Like Evil was... N- he- he was, you know, the same reason the Bond villains didn't beat out the Joker or whatever it was against. 
the Bond villains are too just like megalomaniac. I want to take over the world. I want a million dollars from NATO or whatever. Well, maybe that's what's so great about... Well, let me think again. With the Joker, at least the Heath Ledger Joker, we don't know what the hell he wants. Right. Well, he just wants chaos, right? Right. Chaos. Exactly. And the same with Jack's Joker, I think. It's the fact that they're not after something really right. tangible makes them more compelling. I think. Right. Yeah. Um, it is the same with Jack's Joker because he is in the flashbacks. He is the guy that killed Bruce Wayne's parents, right? Correct. And there, Jack he's, Napier. He's like a you know thug. Well, I think he wants revenge on that street criminal. But then, right? For revenge for what? For allowing his parents to be killed? Because Batman's the one who made him all disfigured. Remember, they're in that chemical factory, and, like, he falls, and the, and Batman grabs him, and then he, like, slips through and falls into that vat. Right. And that's how he becomes the Joker. Right. So. But, yeah, he is, well, he is after revenge, I guess. Nicholson's Joker's after revenge. Ledger's Joker's after chaos, chaos. and randomness, yeah. which is what scares me the most. Yeah. Okay, final four. Darth okay. Vader... Pennywise, mm-hmm. Joker, and Hans Gruber. I like that we have one that's not... Darth Vader was a one seed. Joker was a one seed. Gruber was a two seed. Pennywise, a six seed. Yeah. I like that. You gotta have one of those... Right. You know, randoms in there. I, All right. I think I know how this battle's gonna shape up. Doc, Darth Vader versus Pennywise? Nope. Oh, for all of them, you mean? Yeah. If Darth Vader fought Pennywise, who would win? Darth Vader? Why? Uh, lightsaber the force <laughs> the choking with the hand and the uh, do you think that Pennywise could play some of his like crazy mind action well Darth Vader did become Darth Vader at a very young age so maybe he could still be distracted by the thought of a balloon and a clown <laughs> well he maybe he could show like a picture of Nellie he'd show like an image of Nellie Portman hmm I mean I know that would distract me oh Pennywise would show an image of Nellie Portman to Darth Vader Okay. Okay. Darth Vader's gonna win. Yeah. You're right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pennywise. It was a nice run. Right. You took out two great opponents, Terminator and Hannibal Lecter. Right. Much better than we could have imagined for you. Two Terminators and a Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Um, nice job, Pennywise. Round of applause for you. You're no Darth. You're Vader. no Darth Vader. No. Okay. Darth Vader is a villain. Darth Vader is. Yeah. He wears black. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Um, Joker and Hans Gruber. Gotta go Joker? Joker. It's, okay. I mean, it's Joker. Hans Gruber's a great villain, but he's, You're right. he's no Joker. Now, we're at Darth Vader and Joker. Yeah. This is this is difficult. I, do we, at this point, have to come up with a Joker to fight against Darth Vader? Well... Because we can't have... Here's why I feel like Nicholson Joker could not beat Darth Vader. I feel like... Heath Ledger's Heath could Ledger give him a Joker run for could. You're really 100% sold on Ledger over Nicholson, aren't you? I am. In terms of villainy. I think you're somewhat biased by the recentness of that film. I think it's probably been a while since you've seen the 1989 version of Batman. It has, but I've seen that one multiple times, and I've probably only seen The Dark Knight once. Really? I've probably. seen it a few times. I have things to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. But, or is, see, see, I think we have to decide one, because part of me was thinking, well, the Joker can't win because we can't even decide between the two Jokers. Right. But I don't think that's necessarily a strike against it. No, we just need to pick, 
I I still think that Heath Ledger's Joker is more evil. More All villainous. Right. Alright. If there's no way that you think that Nicholson Joker can defeat Vader and Ledger's Joker has a what chance. What is more villainous? Straight up revenge or total chaos? But it's not most villainous. It's best villain. Right, but I'm saying of Like, that's two, the thing. I, I hate that I'm referring to this, but downstairs, the girls are watching So You Think You Can Dance, right? I assume. Scissoring, too. If not, let's hang out. Yeah. <laughs> um, at the end of the season, they don't pick the best dancer. They don't? They pick America's favorite dancer. Oh, well, that's like all... It's like American Idol. So exactly. Right? So the best singer. It's not it's necessarily the, the best. Right. It's the one that is most liked. Right. And in my mind, I like Nicholson's Joker more than I like Ledger's Joker. Right. But... I guess your vote counts more than mine because we're... You have a home field advantage? Is this like yeah. the plus two points exactly. in Rodney's exactly. Fantasy Football League? <laughs> oh, God. Are we doing fantasy football this year? I think so. Okay. Let's I was see. talking to Jason about it when we were down there. We never... Who won yeah. last year? Jason. Oh, okay. Well, that's up to him. Yeah. I, I just... If you're listening, Jason, you're not. Never mind. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think... Well, you might be. He's not. Um, I, <laughs> I just think that Heath Ledger's Joker is more of a villain. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go home and watch the original Batman. And pleasure. How's myself. that different than any other night? <laughs> so, Darth Vader versus the Heath Ledger Joker. Right. Well, I have maintained throughout this thing that chaos or unexplainable, you know, evil scares me more than megalomania. Is that what Darth Vader has as megalomania? Well, Does he want to rule everything, do you think? Just power? In the original ones, yeah, right? They just want to take over the galaxy or whatever. Um, and I think maybe they try and make some more story about he's he's slighted because his mom dies and then his girlfriend dies and he's, you know... Yeah, I wonder about that. Like the world or whatever. We get that backstory, but I don't know if it makes him more compelling or less compelling. Right, right. Especially when you see him originally as that little kid who's pod racing. Right, he's so annoying. But I guess he's not Darth Vader at that point. Well, once a Darth Vader, always a Darth Vader. (laughs) That's what I always say. I think my grandma used to say that. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I, I'm leaning towards Joker, just because. He's not like, I want to take over the world and make everyone a stormtrooper or whatever Darth Vader wants. I am a stormtrooper. <laughs> you are a big nerd. He's like, I just want to blow up this hospital. I just want to do this and just do this. And so it's it's better to not have a reason? Well, it's more evil. Like, I think that pure evil for the sake of evil, like unexplainable evil is more villainous than revenge or megalomania or like some sort of Can like ask you this motive you know what's the what's the Heath Ledger Joker's motive who's more evil the guy who kills someone in revenge uh-huh. or the guy who uh, is an arsonist and sets fire to a house the arsonist is more evil than yeah. than a murderer revenge revenge is like is a uh, you know is analogous to yes, uh, you know, heat of passion or whatever. Like there's a, there's a motive, there's an there's an explanation. Someone just sets fire to things and, and lets people burn or whatever. It, it's just like random and chaos. But maybe that's just insanity. 
It's not necessarily even evilness. It's just in being insane. How isn't being insane not evil? Well, it's like if someone has a learning disability, it, it, it's not no, something that they can control. <laughs> anyone with learning disabilities are evil. Well, anyone with learning disabilities is not insane. Right, but my point is, if if he's if he is technically insane, he doesn't have any control necessarily over what he's doing. He doesn't realize that he's doing evil necessarily. Right. Well, but but something's broken about someone if they're right. insane. I mean, right. I I I could see myself doing something. Out of revenge. I could not see myself doing something out of just insanity, chaos. So your argument is that you are not evil because you could... Oh, no, I'm evil. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking like... like, Well, I guess you probably feel that way. Like vandalism. Right. Messing stuff up just for the heck of it. I don't feel like that's evil as much as it is, as it is just being a bitch. Well, right. But I hate it more than if I... If you and I are warring and I go to your house and write, you know queer on your garage door in a spray paint, which I'm planning to do later tonight. But, um, you know. Good thing I have an emotion sensor back there. Anything that's, that's explainable, I, emotional sensor back there. I feel like is less villainous than just the random insanity, you know? You may not agree hmm. with, with Darth Vader blowing up a planet or whatever he's doing, but, like, there's some sort of... Why did he blow up the planet? Uh, to make an example for the rebels. That's pretty evil. But he was, he's at war with the rebels. If he just walked by a planet and blew it up for no reason, that's like more evil. Okay, how about this? Okay. Maybe here's a weak spot for the Joker. In that movie, they have the two fairies of people that are being carried off of the mainland. Mm Mm-hmm. And they, he gives them the two little things that have right, the bombs. Right. And neither one has a bomb. Right. So? Neither one blows up. But he's still instilling chaos and fear and things. Yeah, I feel like... I he's f- not at war with the people of Gotham. He's not? No. Well, I feel like, I feel like it would have been more evil for him to have like both of them blow up or something. Although yeah. I guess that's kind of cool that he didn't have either of them do it, that he was just making them rely on each other, but... And why did he do that? Because he's crazy. Well, that's... You don't know why. Yeah, exactly, because he's crazy. Darth Vader is trying to bring order to the galaxy and do everything, and get everyone in line with his, you know, empire or whatever. I really feel like I'm going to be doing the world a disservice if I agree with your Joker here rather than your Darth Vader. Really? I mean... I don't know. I mean, it's hard for me since he's not even my favorite Joker. Right. To say that he's better than Darth Vader, too. But um, James Earl Jones? That's my, that's my last argument. He's evil. He's a more evil sound, yeah. The heavy breathing and the deep voice yeah, I mean, versus it's... the giggling and the Australian accent. Yeah. It's true. We really should have had a third part, third party yeah, here. Really <laughs> well, you... It's going to be the We Hate Phil podcast. Yeah, they're all the We Hate Phil podcast. <laughs> you earlier said that part of the good villain was the story and the uh, redemption and, and whatever. I mean, which yeah. the Joker does not have. Right. At all. Right. Especially the Ledger Joker, because the Ledger Joker is not the one that killed Bruce Wayne's parents and, and you know, Right. He's just random. Does he die at the end? Or is he in jail at the end? I don't remember. He wouldn't be in jail. He'd be in Arkham Asylum. Right. 
but I don't remember. Hmm. I feel like that's kind of bad. Dies. I mean, I know he dies. Uh, Jack Nicholson dies. Right. Two Face is left ambiguous in in the newer movie. Right. But I feel like the Joker. I definitely feel like there's more redemption for for. I know in real life he died. (laughs) (laughs) I did whisper fingers there. Thank you. I think. I think in terms of, like, their death and the closing of them, I mean, it, the fact that we can't even remember if he dies or not is pretty bad. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think that might be a point for, a big you know, point for him that... Joker better may death be scene. more evil, but Darth Vader may be the better villain, which was our initial calling Best here. villain. Yeah. I think, I think when you ask the average person... Who is the best villain? A lot more people are going to immediately say, or think of, um, Darth. Darth, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Joker. Are you looking? I'm looking up it up to see if he does. The fate of the Joker at the end of Batman. Die. I mean, obviously, he's not coming back next time. <laughs> um. He could. Right oh, there. it's all makeup and stuff. Well, doesn't say on this. Spoiler alert! Yeah, for a four-year-old movie. Spoiler alert! We don't know if he dies. Or not. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Let's go see if it's on HBO. Yeah, no kidding. Does the Joker die? <laughs> hey, it came up. Um, you need to talk while we do this. I don't think so. They don't even show him captured by the SWAT team. Batman just assumes if he leaves the. What happens after when he leaves the hospital and it blows up? Is that how the movie ends? Or is it the end of the movie? No, no, no. Or is there more after no, that? No, after that is is where they're on the boat. And he's on that high rise, and Batman gets him, and he captures him there. But I don't remember if he, like, lets him go. Yeah, I don't remember either. Is that the one where he's like, you need me? I think it is. Where he's like, you need me, we're, like, opposite sides of the same coin, or something like that. Uh, oh, you mean the speech that most villains have with the heroes exactly. in movies? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he dies. Well... Which is maybe better for uh, John Nicholson because he does die. And then he's got that little... <laughs> yeah, that, that was creepy. Yeah, that was awesome. All right, so we're, you're confident? You're uh, comfortable going with Vader? Yeah, I'll go with DV. All right. Yeah. You're such a DV. You're such a DV. <laughs> Darth Joe. That's me. Um, they now, also spawned other Darths, which is kind of cool. Right. Let me say this. When you came up with this concept, mm-hmm. did you kind of think Darth Vader was going to go all the way? I mean, he has to be one of the favorites. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I thought Terminator was going to go a lot farther. Mm, that's true. Did you think Biff Tannen might go all the way? <laughs> uh, I thought Shooter McGavin had a shot. But, uh, yeah. you know. But he was shot down. He was shot down in a blaze of glory. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, if any of our listeners have any other ideas of people we left out, yeah. Please feel free to Facebook email us. Facebook us or um, Twitter us or tweet us because we do have all of those. Or call us on our landline telephones <laughs> <laughs> or we, write us letters. There you go. We will accept any of those uh, modes yeah. of communication. P.O. Box. That's a podcast. Yes. Hollywood, California. All right. Darth Vader, biggest villain. Yeah. I think you're the biggest villain. That's very sweet uh, of you. Uh, I'm very sweet. Yeah, you are. All right. That's a podcast. That's a podcast. I didn't know how to be, no crib on MTV, God only knows, got my mini-me in the GP, see how it goes, 
Evil's all that I see. You ask me my name? D to the Rizzo, E to the Vizzo, I to the Lizzo. I'm a crazy mother. We all knew that.